Welcome back to Below Average Gaming. I'm here with Michael, and I'm Josh, and we're both dying. So if we both seem a little grumpy or congested today, it's because we're going to be dead by the time this releases. So enjoy the last episode of Below Average Gaming while these two people are still alive. <laughs> How are you, Michael? Wow! <laughs> um, well, apart from whatever the hell is going on, I'm, I'm alright. Yeah, fine and dandy like candy. <laughs> so, this week, we figured we'd dip into one of these nice, nice fun topics, talking about looting in-game. Nice loot, nice treasure... It's fantastic. Not looting in real life, particularly. Oh, but it's all over the TV. Can't I do it too? You're no fun. Please keep all looting to inside video games, please. <laughs> and so, I want to go start this off, I think, with the core principle of how I feel that loot should be in games. I shouldn't have to work... To get my loot to work. It just shouldn't be a chore when I'm playing a game. If that makes sense. I want it to feel like I'm getting rewarded for playing the game. And I know there, there's a few games out there that I feel like have become chores. Looking at you, Borderlands. It's just like one of my favorite series for, for games in general. But especially with Borderlands 3, there's so much junk. And the menuing in that game is so bad. That I just can't. I went to go play that game again and turned it off. Despite me owning it on two platforms with both the season's passes. I'm just like, I can't handle this menu anymore. I've like, been playing Destiny and this Borderlands is so bad when it comes to that. I, I think for me with Borderlands, because we, we played a very significant amount of Borderlands 2 together. And a fairly significant amount of Borderlands 3. I think the biggest thing with Borderlands 3 is that game still doesn't function in split screen. Yeah, it still doesn't work. Even with a PS4 Pro with a SSD in it, it still does not function in split screen. The frame rate still drops. Literally, I don't even care about the frame rate because you can run it split screen on a PC and it's fine. Like, I can run it split screen on my PC and it's fine. Yeah. But the menus don't resize. It's the same thing. It happened with Borderlands yeah. 2, where the menus didn't properly resize for split screen, and the game just becomes unplayable. Which is too bad, because, like, as a co-op game, that game is so much fun. As someone who did but... a full playthrough of, Des or of Borderlands 2, like, four-player split screen, that was a blast. It was so much fun. But not if you can't get through your menus. And with a game with the loot system... The way it is in Borderlands, where there's so much stuff you can go through, and how you need to have weapons that have different elements on them, and you actually need to properly build your character. Just having the menu for your loot be that egregious just shouldn't be acceptable anymore in a AAA game like that. I feel like they should be fixing that. And I don't understand still why they haven't fixed it. This game's really old now. Yeah, I, I think that there's I think there's some interesting stuff that goes into loot. I feel like when you're looking at loot, the most important things to me are like, does the system seem intuitive? Like, is it easy if, if you have a game like Borderlands or something like Dungeon Defenders where there's a whole bunch of different stats on a piece of gear, is it easy to take a look at and have a rough idea? 
Like, take a look at it and be able to quickly evaluate how strong something is. And even, like, Destiny has a light level on their gear. And, like, WoW has, like, eye level on their gear. Which makes it easier, but they're kind of in a different way. But it has to be easy to figure out. It has to be intuitive. It has to be rewarding. And it can't feel like you're playing the game incorrectly. And it can't feel like a chore. But it has to be rewarding. And the menuing has to feel good. Especially in, like, a loot-based game like Borderlands. Because you, you have something like Borderlands is loot-centric. Whereas you have loot or, like, gear in something like God of War, but it's very not gear-centric. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. God of War feels more like a progression system than it feels like a loot system that's dynamic. Which, I don't... Is this fine in-game where it just feels like you get incremental upgrades... That are, you know, technically loot. There's a few games like that. And, like, I don't remember the name of anything in God of War when it comes to loot. So, it's not like I was, like, overly impressed by the system. But the system knew it didn't have to be super deep, so it wasn't. It was just, you needed to progress somehow, but it didn't have to be, like, overly complicated. Which is fine. They did a really good job. The menus are great in that game. The different things felt different but not so much that you're like rebuilding a character which a lot of games have their loot system where it's literally like oh you picked up an item you might need to swap the skills you're using around yeah and i think i think that menuing right now is where i feel like a lot of games are failing because like i feel like borderlands 3 definitely failed on the menu front and i also think that uh dungeon defenders awakened failed aggressively on the menu front dungeon defenders awakened as the worst menuing and loot comparison system of a game of I've played in years. And it's too bad because, like, I think combined we're probably at a thousand hours in Dungeon Defenders. Combined? Like the original, at least. At least. Each? Try each. We gotta, it's probably close to each. Yeah, it's, probably, <laughs> it's probably each. So watching a series walk back like that to where it's just like you go to compare things and it's like isn't right. Or like the thumbs up, thumbs downs are incorrect. I mean, they haven't programmed it correctly. The thumbs up, thumbs downs me. have always been wrong on that game, though. Yeah, but now they're like aggressively wrong. It hurts my eyes to look at that menu, and I I hope that game recovers, but I don't have confidence in it recovering at this point. Yeah, well, another series though that I do like, and a mechanic I like is set bonuses on gear. And I don't know how you feel about set bonuses, but like Diablo 3, which I'm hoping they continue with Diablo 4, I really like set bonuses because it makes loot feel optional on like which thing you use. Like it is nice that like, for example, Wizard specifically in Diablo has four different sets that it uses and they all literally have to change the way your character is built in order to be used. Like there's a fire one. There's a set that revolves around literally one ability. Like, you have to use this Archon form thing where you transform and get new abilities. And the whole idea is you never pop out of it. And it has, like, a minute and a half cooldown without the set. So, like, I really like that. Because it's like, you find a set, and it's like, if you don't like the set, you don't have to feel obligated to use it. But if you do like it, then you get a new gameplay experience through the loot you get in the game. Yeah. And I, I really like set bonuses. Uh, it was a big thing that compelled me to keep playing Monster Hunter, to keep playing World, because the set bonuses made set building very interesting. 
And, well, when you reach the end of that game, obviously you can just, like, Google what the best set is. But as you're going through the game, having to mix and match things and figure out what you want to play is very interesting. As well as, then, in the post-game of Iceborne, having Safi Jiva weapons able to have an essence put into them so you can, like, get an extra set point. So you can use that, you can use that essence in there to build towards a new set bonus that you didn't have otherwise. That was super cool to me. Yeah, that that's really cool. Monster Hunter, and I hope they keep going with the same way with all the new games. The set bonuses were incredible. The mixing and matching was really fun. Being able to save sets is really big. That's something that wasn't initially there in Diablo. It's there now that where you can save sets. So you can like have loadouts and switch between them. If you have set bonuses in your game and you don't have a ability to save a loadout, it makes it so much worse because it's really hard to switch back and forth. I mean, I just think every game should have an ability to save a loadout. It's just a great quality. Yeah, that of would be nice. Thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I feel like as of right now, I feel like people could do a better job with loot in a lot of games. Like, I want to go play Minecraft Dungeons, which I understand is like supposed to be like a you know, inviting, not so hard game. But the thing is, without the ability to like literally block attacks, you have to dodge everything. The game's not exactly like new player friendly. I actually think Diablo is a better way to introduce people to that kind of game than Minecraft Dungeons is. Because Minecraft Dungeons loot system sucks so hard. It is so bad. It's just everything's literally random in every way, in every sense of the word, but not even like a fun kind of random. It's like you very rarely get drops. And when you do, it's just like a different version of something you already have seen a thousand times. And then the store is 100% random. And it just matches your power level. So you feel like you should never spend money until like you max out. And then at that point you beat the game. So why would you want to spend money? I don't know. That Minecraft Dungeons is the worst game I've played in 10 years. That game sucks. And I'm just kidding. Like, the game was glitchy on release. It was crashing computers and Xboxes and Playstations. And it's just... I hate that game. The loot system is so... Just shit. Just absolutely shit. And I don't understand how, like, they get away with that. And I just want to have good loot in games with good menuing. But apparently that's too much to ask for in most games now. Yeah, I I I think that loot is interesting because I think in a lot of ways loot has gone forward, but then in some situations it's stepped back. Like, if we're talking shooters, I would say that the two primary games that I'd look at for, like, looter shooters are Destiny and uh, Borderlands. And while I feel like Borderlands 3 took a massive step forward in its loot diversity and the options that you get and all that kind of stuff, it also has the issue of the menuing's awful. There's way too much loot, so it feels cluttered. And when you combine that with bad menuing, it feels like a chore to play. Because it feels like you spend more time in your menus than actually playing the game. As well as then, the situation where you have to drop something, like a gun that you really like playing, for something you don't. Because the numbers just don't catch up. 
And that's where I think Destiny did a really good job by giving you the upgrade mechanic, where you can, like, use a higher-leveled weapon to push an existing weapon you have up to that level, to be able to keep using the guns you really like. Hmm. Yeah, that is the reason I'm enjoying Destiny, I think, more than Borderlands right now, is just based on menuing and loot being able to be upgraded like that. To where I've been running around with the same hand cannon in Destiny since we started playing this weekend. So it's been like, what, like eight or nine hours I've been using the same hand cannon because I can keep upgrading it. And I just really like it, which is a lot better than a lot of games do. And yeah, being pigeonholed into playing a weapon you don't like just because the stats haven't caught up on your old one just does feel bad. I really like Destiny. I think that should be something that Borderlands could adapt in the future is maybe doing an upgrade system like that and it would help one thing that i would give to dungeon defenders awaken credit i do want to give this game credit on exactly one thing because this is a thing that if it was implemented in more games it would fix some of the problems i have with something like borderlands 3 the loot filter where you can set the game so that loot of a certain rarity and under doesn't show up for you and just gets automatically sold. Yes, I was going to bring this up too, in general. Where's my auto sell button? Where's sell all junk? Because Diablo has a system like that. When you go over to the um, weaponsmith, there's a junk all button where it takes anything that isn't a legendary or above and auto junks it. That is so nice. I wish Destiny had it and I definitely wish um, Borderlands had it. Because Destiny actually does take a hot second to get rid of your stuff. Like holding down the F key and by rarity it takes longer. It does take like a bit of time. But yes, Dungeon Defenders Awakened having that auto auto sell function is very very handy so it did it did one thing right that's a plus right it, it had one thing going for it yeah and I, I think that one thing was very good and it's something i would like to see in more games that one thing was not enough for me to launch it up over dungeon defenders one and i will continue to play dungeon defenders one over that game yeah but credit you know give credit where credit's <laughs> due yeah and i think now i i think I really like the concept of loot not being a chore. And I think yeah. that's something that I want to say specifically MMOs has lost in a great portion over the last couple years. Where they've started, I know in WoW they've started locking a lot of loot behind like a weekly chest that you get. So you get like a weekly chest for doing raids, dungeons, and I want to say PvP, but I could be wrong on that. I haven't played bfa competitively at all so i'm just referring what i've heard through the grapevine but so basically you get a weekly chest that has your possibility for high tier gear and that's where you're supposed to get that, that's where you get your upgrades from most of the time that system seems like garbage to me see i agree with that it's the same thing with golden keys in borderlands for me that going out and getting those stupid shift codes especially on console where you can't type in codes very quickly because you're using a controller just feels encumbersome but i know that i should be doing it but i refuse to do it and same thing too with like you were saying with that weekly chest and diablo and um uh, wow or whatever see my headache's coming back it's it's stifling my brain that just sounds like a pain 
Yeah, and and it shouldn't be. And that it should just be fun. That's a big thing where I have you know this, I'm not the biggest fan of infinite scaling in games. I just don't really like it. Um if you are going to have some form of infinite scaling, I can I think it's passable in a single player or like local multiplayer style game, something like Diablo. Um I do not think that type of scaling should exist in an online game like uh, Destiny or WoW or Final Fantasy or something like that. I don't think it belongs in those games. And with Battle for Azeroth, having a lot of your power tied into your artifact level with your heart, as well as then like darkness and these things that are just massive time sinks that are time-gated, so you can do like a certain amount in a day or a certain amount in a week, I think feels really bad for players. Because it puts you in this position where if I want to play six hours on a weekend, like I have my Saturday off and want to play six hours, it feels like I'm being inefficient, but I also feel like I should be playing an hour every day. Yeah, and it's, it becomes a job at that point, which is why I don't like playing MMOs in general usually. But I like the idea of them is because it just becomes a job. That's why Diablo 3, like, I have, like, five or 600 hours into it. Because I could sit down and play for an hour or two on a weekend and actually get somewhere. Yeah. Well, and I'm not being compared to a bunch of people that just, like, play eight hours a day. For myself, as someone who has, who really enjoys the concept of MMOs and has probably played every MMO in existence just in some capacity... I'm slightly exaggerating on that, but a lot of them. I find that system really hard. And when it comes to something like that, I much prefer, like, the way that RuneScape does it. Where you can just play, or not RuneScape, but OldScape. Because I haven't played RuneScape with the new updates. And these games where I can just play on somewhat my own pace and everything... There isn't a delta that actually is game-enforced time gates on my, my playing. Whereas... Yeah, if someone plays it for 80 hours a week and I play it for 10, they're going to be ahead of me. I get that. That's not a problem. But if I can play six hours on a weekend and then I wind up behind the person who played 45 minutes every day, I don't like that. I don't think that that should be a thing. And that's why I actually, my favorite game loot-wise has actually been WoW Classic. Okay, you, you need to explain this to me. I'm going to sit back and let you uh, defend yourself, sir. The, the big thing behind WoW Classic <laughs> is the loot is static, meaning that you don't get customized loot drops in the massive sense. There's there's set boss drops that always have the same stats on them, so you don't have this boss drop that suddenly has massive gear because you have a, you're a higher item level or whatever it is. And it's not dropping unique to your character. It drops based on a drop table. So if you hit level 60 and you go and do your first raid with your guild, admittedly there's the whole raiding aspect of it which makes it, you have like a time frame that you have to raid in and most guilds operate on a set time frame to raid. But as it's level 60, you go to this raid and in this raid an item drops. It's going to be the exact same item if you get it as it would be as anyone else who's played the game for an extra 30 hours. There's no difference there. And those items are always identical. So because of the community and because of how intertwined and social that game is, 
when you look at someone, you can know exactly what they will do because you're familiar with all of the loot in this game. Because even the non-boss loot, what's called like your world drop your things, you have your world drop epics, which are all set. They're all the same. And then you have your green drops, which are items that then have like a suffix. So they have like their base armor values and then they get of the blank or of blank. And so you'll have like for warlocks, which is what I was playing in classic, there were green drops, which are again, just these world drops. They can drop from any mob over like level 53 or whatever. And they just drop something of shadow wrath. And it just means that it's the green drop for that level that just has shadow power tacked onto it. And those drops you can get from any in the world or buy off the auction house or something like that. And it leads towards the loot feeling compelling. It doesn't feel like a chore because other than raiding, everything just drops from playing the game. And raiding, even though it is scheduled, I didn't like, I personally didn't mind raiding or feel like it felt like a chore at all. And it led towards the looting being compelling being simple, because you always knew what you were looking for, and there wasn't a lot of item bloat, so it was fairly simple to assess items in Classic, just because there aren't just, like, massive extra things added onto items of text. And it led towards everything being easy. Like, everything kind of made sense, and, like, yeah, you had to do some research, you had to kind of know what you were looking for on your class and how stats compare to one another. But everything winds up being this simplicity, and you have a goal. You have what you're looking for. You have your best item available to you, and that doesn't change until you have to do something a little bit different. That's I did not know that about WoW Classic. That does sound like a fun system. The, the only problem I've always just had with WoW is just how hard it is to actually get to that point where you start doing that, if that makes sense. So... With classic, and I 100% agree, like, I don't really like retail because of how much of a time investment it feels. Like, and I, I understand that, and that's something that is the reason I didn't play BFA super heavily. And I'm going to give Shadowlands a shot, but by no means I'm committed to playing it. But once you got past the initial leveling experience, which, yes, is massive, like, the leveling experience in classic is fairly large... Like, you're looking at, even if you're, like, really fast, you're looking at probably, like, 30 to 50 hours, or even longer, to level up. Once you level past that, the game becomes really enjoyable, and it becomes, you do your raid to one or two nights a week, and then you spend a couple hours outside of that grinding for gold or consumables or anything like that that you want for that raid... But because of the nature of, like, the socialness of the game, it just becomes really fun. So it just becomes something that Will and I played, and we would just farm in the background. So we just hang out and shoot the shit and have fun while farming gold or while doing whatever. Yeah. And that's that's the thing, too, is that it's it's hard for me because to really get the full WoW experience, you need to have, like, a group and, like, a guild. I think guilds is probably what takes me off of those games, to be honest. And having to deal with, like guild politics and it kind of takes away from the fun of the game for me to where if i want to do a game where i can grind like that and grind for items like just diablo replaced wow for me when diablo 3 came out and i just haven't been able to get back into it because i'm sitting there just like wow just feels old to me 
in a not good way when it comes to actual gameplay. So like the whole system of how WoW works with guilds and everything, I understand the appeal of that and why people would like it. But unless I knew like a good half dozen or more people in said guild so that I didn't have to like deal with people online as much, it would probably appeal more to me. But as of now, it's hard to get into that when I could just play something like Destiny, which is a much smaller squad or something like Diablo or yeah, I can just like literally play that game by myself and do everything by myself, but have the option of other people jumping in. Yeah, and I, I totally agree. I think that the guild and the social aspect of Classic is what actually makes that game really good. But as a caveat, you do have to... It's a massive time investment, and it's actually really hard to find a good group to play it with. And that's that's a big portion of why Will and I aren't playing at this point. Yeah, which comes back to the thing of talking about how loot shouldn't be a chore. It just the game to play it feels like a chore to me. Yeah. And as I said, like, I think that all comes down to the group you find. And I think if you find a good group, it doesn't feel like that at all. And it feels great to play with a group of people. And I really enjoy the concept of massive PVE content that requires massive numbers of people. So the fact that they're like a 40 man raid feels so different to anything else you can experience in gaming because it's actually something that you feel inferior and this is something that like we've talked about a little bit where like a lot of games wind up losing the the world feels like it exists type thing where you just become this all-powerful being that can do whatever the hell you want something like skyrim has this issue whereas in wow in Classic, like, obviously now that you're a bit down in BFA and the game's very different at this point. In Classic, you're sitting there and even when you're, like, the strongest you can possibly be, you still need, like, 30 people to go and take down Ragnaros. And that has a really cool feeling in the context of the game to it. Yeah, just having, like, a task like that that does take that many people to complete is really cool. It's just the minutia of getting there. Mm-hmm is just such a large task that if I had more time, maybe I could get into it more. But it's a time investment thing. It is. We're like a lot of my gaming's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And if games are asking me to do stuff daily or like, hey, guild time's this day, like at this time, you have to be there. So it doesn't really work great with my schedule either. No, of course. And I totally understand that. I'm not saying you should go play WoW. I'm just saying... That, in context, the game does a lot of things really well. And that the fact that your loot feels so rewarding also comes from the fact that you have a group of 40 people, and especially when you're part of a guild, you have a group of 40 people that go and they kill a boss, and then that loot gets split up to two or three people for the greater good. Because a boss only drops like three to five pieces of loot. So not everyone's getting something off of each boss. So there's actually like this greater good and this helping out the team sort of mentality, which makes the loot feel even more rewarding. At least I find it that way. Hmm. Yeah. Now, there is a kind of loot that I wanted to see how you feel about it. It's crafting loot. So example, something like Monster Hunter. Um, Skyrim also has this too, to the extent with enchanting on weapons. And you can actually make really insane gear in it from, like, 
getting out the raw materials to make the sword, take the sword to an enchanting table, get soul stones in Skyrim, which you have to actually, you know, capture monsters and soul stones in order to make weapons. And see the monster hunter where you have to like grind for monster parts. I really like the reward of that. I find that very fun. It's just, it has to be to a point to where you don't have to do something for 20 hours to get one thing. I I think that Monster Hunter did a good job of like balancing that out to where it, it is a grind to get some gear. And when you go up against something for the first time, it probably is going to beat your face into the ground. But the reward of beating that monster a few times and finally getting that last piece you need to finish your weapon and or your piece of armor and then physically seeing it on your character as like a symbol of you did the thing i really like i don't like it when a game has loot that you can't physically see on your character which is like a weird thing there are games to where you get armor or weapons and they don't physically change the appearance of your character that much yeah, and I, I do agree that having the loot and the armor and your weapons actually change things visually is a very good addition. I don't think for me it's a make or break on a game, but it definitely does have an impact on it. Yeah, I th- I think it actually does make a game for me quite a bit. Because it draws it draws me in in a way where you feel like you're part of the game. You're not just like... You know, amorphous blob going through, going pew, 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 and killing things. To where it feels like you're part of the world and that you adapt with the world and the way you're around it. And, like, transmogging in Diablo is really cool to where you can take a piece of gear and literally change it to look like anything. As long as you have the materials for it. Well, that exists. Which I really like. That exists in most games like that at this point. Like, WoW has it as well. Yeah. Yeah, which is great. I think... That going forward is really, really cool. The other thing I wanted to mention that on the uh, hold the subject of like weapons being more dynamic, this is a system I wish we had more of. The Diablo update that they did, one of the last big updates they did to the game, uh, I think it was a couple years ago now, they made it that legendary weapons that had unique passives on them. So say like you get a weapon that says, you know, when you attack, you summon like a lightning bolt down every couple of seconds. They made it that those could be broken down into passives. So you can break legendaries, take the unique ability off of them, and slot it into gear as a unique passive. Which, I think a lot of games could benefit from doing something like that, where you can get like a really cool weapon that has some like crazy thing on it, and then when it gets outstatted, you can junk it, but keep the uniqueness of it. Which is something that, you know, Destiny has its version of that with their um, upgrade system, too. It's just like having your stuff be garbage at some point consistently in a very, very loot-driven game makes that game feel encumbersome to, like, your playstyle Because, like, you have to adapt in an unfun way to what you pick up in a game which even even with wow when it comes to loot i find it very spreadsheety to where it just feels like all that matters is like these tiny little numbers and there's nothing like unique 
to me. Like, like if you go later on in WoW, because, like, I do like playing MMOs when I can play them a little bit more chill. Like, is there actually anything unique to do in WoW, or is it literally just min-maxing? Well, I mean, th- there's a lot of unique stuff to do. It really depends. Um, if you're meaning, like, sheerly on the loot, like, on the, like, yeah. having unique abilities type traits, um, mm-hmm. BFA had some interesting stuff on that because it had... Uh, like essences, which were basically like traits you could slot into your gear, and so no, you have cool. all these different spots where you can slot in specific effects and stuff like that. As well as obviously, WoW has enchanting, so you do get to enchant your gear and get updates and changes that are needed to it. Um, but the issue with something like WoW, and the reason you don't see this as much in something like Diablo, is because because it is an online game and it is competitive people wind up min-maxing. So it's not necessarily that that's the only thing you can do, it's just it winds up being the thing that people choose to do. Yeah. It's funny, though. I never, like... It never crosses my bur- in my brain that WoW is a competitive game. Oh, yeah. I just, I just never think about it. Huh. Well, and pe- people make everything competitive as well. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, out of curiosity, what do you think is, like, the worst game for loot? Do you have one? One that is like, why do I care about the loot in this game? Um, I mean, I think Borderlands 3 comes really close for the reason of playing Borderlands 3 makes me want to gouge my eyes out because there's so much loot and like 99.9% of it is complete and utter garbage. And I just don't find that fun. I think that is awful. I think it's an awful experience. Can we get rid of lost loot in games that isn't, like, a legendary, by the way? Because Borderlands and Destiny have that, to where there's, like, the the loot chest. They have, like, here's the items you didn't pick up. You just and, like, 99% of the time. But they both those games don't have an auto-sell feature. That's true. So it's just, like, you give me this box of money, and I want to I wanna pick up everything out of the box of money and go sell it. But you don't make it easy. And people are going to be like, oh, look, but there's a junket button. But I still have to click the junket button on each item, so it's not faster than just selling it. Don't lie to me. I know you're out there. One of you is offended by that. But but you're lying to yourself. Like, why can't fun games not be a chore? Like, I love Borderlands 3's gameplay. I think that gameplay is smooth as hell. And I really like it. But then they just have the loot system is just so encumbersome. And it's the same thing with like a lot of games now. It just feels like everything's just such an encumbersome task because they just drop stuff everywhere because they're trying to make every game feel like it has a hundred mini loot boxes in it. It's your gear by just throwing shit everywhere. And it makes it fun. And it's just like, you know, if I if I have to spend half my game time sitting there just organizing my junk. It's not fun to me. Yeah. And I think I think for me, that's something really interesting that actually came into play when I was starting Dungeon Defenders. Because I actually think assessing loot in that game is really hard when you aren't used to it. And I think at this point, because of how much time we've put into it, we can just 
we can scan through loot really quickly. But I definitely remember a time of playing that game where trying to assess loot and figure out what was better and what I was putting my money into to upgrade was awful. Yeah. On Dungeon Avengers with a very simple system of the, like, what is it, like, four symbols for your character, four symbols for the tower stats. Straight up, that's what they do. Well, you have you have four four pyro stats, four tower stats, two special abilities, and then you have your four resistances on armor. Yeah. But, like, the fact that those numbers are really small, they're in nice little obvious boxes on what they are, makes it really quick to look at, though, once you're used to it. Yeah, which I for like. sure. Yeah, and I think I and think they, something really good about the way... Something that made that game a lot easier to menu is the fact that they did associate a picture with each with each ability. Yeah, so here's a pretty picture. You know what that does? And it's just... Loot text. There we go. I knew I was missing something. Loot text can suck it. Just like when all the stats in your loot are literally just... just freaking white text against a black background and it's just like this does uh 32.3 uh dps a second its range is uh 21.4 and it's just like you can make this stuff look more fun and by honest by cutting text off and just having pictures it's easier to look at at a glance it's easier to look at for people with smaller screens because you don't have to read as much. It's just pictures. And any blurry picture is easier to read than blurry words. And I want to. I want everyone to get away from freaking superfluous loot text. Or like flavor text in the box where your loot stats are. I've seen that in games now too. Where there's just like, here's all your loot stats. And here's some flavor text. This gun comes from the ancient cavern. And it's just like, can I hide details on superfluous bullshit? I feel like I don't mind the flavor text when the rest of your layout is good. If you're already doing, like, text, like, your loot, what stats are on it are text, and then you add loot text at the bottom, then it's awful. But if you were, if you had, like, a system like Dungeon Defenders where you have all these pictures for it, and you have a very nice layout that looks super clean, if Dungeon Defenders just wanted to add flavor text to the bottom of their items, I wouldn't complain. No, but when it's the same format as the actual <laughs> oh, yeah. stats, and you get through reading it, and you're like, okay, I'm five words in, that's not a stat or a passive I have to worry about. That's just some, that's just some superfluous bullshit that John wrote on a Friday. Gotcha. Like, that's fine. I don't know. It's just, it all comes down to that thing. It's just my core thing with loot in games is you should not make it feel like I'm working a nine-to-five job at a tax office while I'm trying to figure out what item I should use. And even with Destiny has so much hidden stats on armor, it does take a hot second to go through it, but at least it doesn't, like, throw a ton of junk at you. Like, it's really obvious when something's garbage and you just huck it out a window. Whereas something like the way that they've done a lot of these tower defense games now, like Dungeon Defenders, where it's just like there's so much stuff to look at and you made it so much harder now. Like, stepping backwards just feels awful. Can't people just make things fun? Can we have fun? Again, that's, like, the big thing for me. It's just, like, your game should be fun. No, it's just about your game being time-consuming and being able to eke out money through microtransactions. Dungeon Defenders 2. Microtransactions. 
Last time I booted that game up on my PlayStation, I had four screens asking me to spend money before I could get to my game. I feel like if you could get over the fact that there's microtransactions in that game, you actually wouldn't mind it. I mean, the loot, the hero deck and the way it works in Dungeon Defenders 2 is such an encumbersome menu. It's really not. And just like... You press one key really, and then press another hero and then you change. I mean, that's what it is in Awakened, yes? That's what it is in, in two. 2. Well, they've changed it three times, so maybe it's different now. I don't know. <laughs> that game has gone under so many changes. Mm, can we just have a good tower defense game again? Is there one out there? Or we just go play Dungeon Defenders one more? Pro- it's probably just Dungeon Defenders one more. <laughs> Fair. Well, is there anything else you want to put out into the universe about loot? No, I think that's it. Kind of wound up being about gear a little bit as well, but that's fine. Yeah, but you know, dynamic conversation, you know, it helps when you're not on a script. You can actually just, like, have a conversation. Yeah. Well, if you want to come loot our graves after we die after this episode airs, you know, you can find my casket at the uh, local graveyard. I promise I will be buried with all my stuff because you know it's mine. And if for some reason we survive the blight that has affected both of us, you can find us on Twitter. You can obviously, like, leave likes, sub- subscribe to the podcast feed, leave us ratings, tell us about how what pieces of garbage we are. It doesn't matter because it still helps us with the algorithm no matter how bad your reviews are. So just have at it. <laughs> and if you do want to keep an eye out, we're hopefully going to be streaming some of the new Destiny 2 expansion this week. So that's something that if you do want to come check it out. It's very exciting. I have it written down on my calendar. I'm ready to go. I'm stoked. I haven't been, played a game like Destiny on like expansion release in a while, so I'm going to be trendy. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's about it for me. I'm going to go take some more Tylenol and beat my head into a wall because it might make me feel better. <laughs> well, y'all stay out there. Have fun. Don't loot anything unless it's in the game. <laughs> Bye.